0: On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks lost their third consecutive preseason game last night, falling 4-1 to to the Minnesota Wild. I'll go over what went wrong for the Hawks, Colton Dock's impressive debut, and some thoughts on the final roster ahead of Saturday's preseason finale. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, October 7th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at jackbushman two. Or you could also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go and show some support first by following the podcast. Go and rate the show with five stars as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, And you can also go and leave me a review. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Go and follow the show right now, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because every video, every episode, excuse me, moving forward is going to have a video uploaded as well. So if you haven't checked out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube already, please be sure to go and do so and subscribe to the channel. I would greatly appreciate all the help, folks. Go and smash the like button on this video as well. And last, go and ring the bell, turn on those push notifications, and that way you can get notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, enough of that. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop. All things Chicago Blackhawks, and thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. Even though the episode is coming out a little bit later on in the morning, I apologize for that. I had to wait for our studio through Restream to open up with uh, Lockdown Hawkeyes having a show come out this morning. Lockdown Bulls just went live, so kind of had to wait for a couple things to clear up before I could jump on into the studio. But thank you all for waiting for today's episode to come out. Uh, And to open things up on the show this morning, let's get right into the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1 loss to the Minnesota Wild last night. But before I get into the game itself, I did first want to dive into the lineup that Coach Luke Richardson decided to roll with last night. Because in the past couple of days at practice, we've seen Richardson hit the blender and uh, the line combos and the D pairings were a bit shuffled up compared to what we've seen so far in training camp. So I wanted to make sure to talk for at least a minute about the lineup that Richards, Richardson elected to roll with last night. First, no Patrick Kane for the Black Box. Patrick Kane was a healthy scratch last night, which is something I honestly don't know if I've ever said while covering this team. I don't recall Kane or even in the preseason ever being a healthy scratch before. Now, obviously, there are games where he's not going to be in the lineup especially when that training camp roster has 30 or 40 guys. Some guys are going to play one night. Some guys are going to play the other. But I've never seen Patrick Kane kind of be the odd man out of a lineup. Like, he was the only guy, really, that was a true healthy scratch last night for the Blackhawks. But I understood why they did it. They had to get some other guys, a few more looks. Andreas Athanasiu, Uh, Philip Khrushchev was someone who got bumped up in the lineup, as I'll get into in a moment. We also saw Colton Dock make his preseason debut for the Blackhawks, and I'll get into, I'll dedicate a whole segment into, uh, dedicate a whole segment to Colton Dock's debut that I'll get into here in just a moment. But with Patrick Kane out of the lineup, the Blackhawks offense still kind of struggled as a whole. Uh, Not too surprising. Feels like it's going to be another year where uh, the Blackhawks offense is kind of weighing on Patrick Kane's shoulders and sure his back is going to be sore from carrying this offense all season long. But anyways, getting into the lineup that Richardson went with last night, on the top line, we saw Tyler Johnson, Jonathan Taves, and then in the past couple of practices, Patrick Kane was the one on the right wing there. Richardson has elected to go back to Taves and Kane on the same line. We'll see if that winds up being the case in the preseason finale tomorrow against St. Louis. But with Kane out last night, Andreas Athanasiu was actually the man who jumped up into that top-line role. The second line was Philip Khrushchev, Mags Domi, and Taylor Radish. They were probably the most effective trio for the Blackhawks last night. Again, as I already referenced, not a whole lot going on offensively, but I thought that line combination was definitely the most effective for the Blackhawks. On the third line, we saw Colton Dock, Sam Lafferty, and Mackenzie Entwistle. And then down on the fourth line, we saw Colin Blackwell, Reese Johnson, and Buddy Robinson, who I still don't really know how to feel about him. I didn't particularly like his game last night. He had a really bad turnover that led to the Wilds' opening goal of the game. Just kind of seems like a physical guy, and while I get that's probably what the Blackhawks want in their bottom six, I personally would rather have Dylan Secura be the extra forward on this opening night roster, but... After being placed on waivers for the purpose of being reassigned to Rockford, we know that Sakura is not going to be on the Hawks' opening night roster. Then on defense, pretty thin for the Blackhawks, considering that Connor Murphy is still day-to-day. Caleb Jones is still day-to-day. Murphy's nursing a back injury. Jones is nursing a shoulder injury. And then, of course, Jake McCabe is still recovering from the neck surgery that he underwent not all that long ago. So with all three of those guys not playing last night, the Blackhawks' defense Not the strongest. Jack Johnson and Seth Jones were the top D pairing. Alex Vlasic and Philip Rose was the second combination. Philip Rose continues to stick around. Thought he kind of struggled last night, though, personally. And then the third pairing was Riley Stillman and Alec Regula with Alex Stalock in net. So that was the lineup that the Blackhawks elected to roll with. We'll see the lines or D pairings change in practice here today or in the morning skate tomorrow, ahead of that preseason finale, I just wanted to make sure to mention that here for a second so you all are kind of caught up on what Luke Richardson is rolling with as of right now as we're just five days away from the season opener against the Avalanche. But getting into uh, the game itself last night, yeah, not enough, not a good look from the Blackhawks, pretty similar to what we've seen uh, so far out of this team in the preseason. Not much offense whatsoever. Though the defense, though, Structure-wise, did a pretty good job in the goaltending. I mean, the goaltending w- was really solid. I got to give credit to Alex Stalock for playing well once again. I mean, he's been pretty solid so far in this preseason and uh, might have had a little extra chip on his shoulder considering that he's a Minnesota guy and played for the Wild for a couple of seasons. Alex Stalock did his job last night. I don't think you can blame him on a single goal that the Blackhawks gave up. Um but I, I did think the defense played better. I didn't think it was a poor performance from the defense. What really killed them, though, was just a couple of mental breakdowns, a couple of miscues, a poor line change, a couple of poor line changes, actually. Uh, those just small mistakes were still evident from time to time in Minnesota, uh, being a good team, being a team that should be contending for a spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. They capitalized on their opportunities as good teams tend to do. And the Blackhawks, just really didn't capitalize on theirs. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, all the goals for Minnesota really came via breakdowns from the Blackhawks. I already mentioned Buddy Robinson had that bad turnover that led to the opening goal. Uh, Both the second and third goals for Minnesota was scored on breakaways. So kind of got lost in coverage, a couple of bad line changes too. And then the fourth goal came uh, by another turnover. This one was from Jonathan Taves and then the Hawks defense just kind of got caught in scramble zone, lost their guys, and uh, it, it was a tap-in for who, who, I forget who tapped in, it doesn't even matter, but another, you know, breakdown there from the Blackhawks, and again, just got to give credit, or credit is due to Minnesota for being the team that took advantage of their ap- opportunities last night, because the Blackhawks, they did not. Uh, once again, the power play issues, too, remain very prevalent. Blackhawks were 0-6 on the man advantage last night, and it felt like, Felt like they had 10 or 11 power plays. I mean, basically the entire third period was like Minnesota handed them an opportunity to at least make this thing interesting, and Blackhawks just couldn't get anything going on. I mean, they moved the puck around well, but didn't get any like high-quality danger scoring opportunities. I think they got to get guys to the front of the net, make life difficult for the opposing goaltender. The one goal they did score last night came from a, a slapper by Jack Johnson at the blue line, and Tyler Johnson, the Johnsons there. Uh, Good work by Tyler in front to take away the vision of the Wild Netminder. I think that's something the Blackhawks need to focus on more so on the power play because right now everything's just out on the perimeter, nothing in dangerous areas, and they're not really getting second or third looks. It's just kind of one and done. And even half the time last night, they, they couldn't get anything set up. So lots of work still to be done for the Blackhawks on the power play before that season opener. By the way, the Hawks are now one for 21 on the man advantage in five preseason games. And look, I get that Patrick Kane was out last night, but there have been plenty of preseason games that he's played in where the Blackhawks power play didn't look good either. So uh, certainly that's something that needs to be worked on. And offensively as a whole, I mean, just not good enough. We saw the Hawks get shut out in back-to-back games last weekend. Only one goal last night against the Wild. They have one goal in their last 180 minutes of play. In uh, six total in five preseason games, with four of those coming in one game against Detroit. So on the offensive side of things right now, it, it just hasn't been good enough. And I still think the team is way too passive with the pucks on their stick. They're trying to make the perfect play, the perfect pass. And even when they do get some looks, it's like guys just aren't converting on their chances. Mags Domi had a prime breakaway look last night. Puck fl- flubs off his stick. Andre's adding to see you. I mean. Keeps getting chances night in, night out. Hasn't been able to bury one of them. Jonathan Taves, I thought, looked really sloppy last night, too. Um, it, It just hasn't been good from the guys we expect to be doing stuff offensively, and that's why the Blackhawks, I mean, are having trouble finding the back of the net right now. So, yeah, it's been a struggle. Could be foreshadowing an offensive problem for the Hawks once the season opens. Six goals in five preseason games so far. Not good enough. The offense was stymied once again last night in the four- to- one loss to the Minnesota Wild. All right, there are some of my key thoughts on the Blackhawks' third consecutive preseason loss last night. Coming up in just a moment, I will talk about Colton Dock's impressive preseason debut. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all pro and college football needs and sports info this season. Bet Online is also, let me pull that up there real quick. Shout out to Bet Online. Bet Online is also the place to find all of the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts on whatever game you want to place a wager on. Bet Online is the continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and game scores. It's both the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB. MMA, boxing, and even golf. So head on over to the website right now, or you can also use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game begins. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Black Box podcast. For segment two on the show today, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to dedicate an entire segment to talk for a few moments about Uh, One of the only bright spots from last night's loss to Minnesota, and that was 2021 second-round pick Colton Dock in his preseason debut. Of course, Dock had been out for the past couple of weeks while in concussion protocol. suffered that in the second of two games against the Minnesota Wild, actually, as part of the Tom Curver's Prospect Showcase that was held at Fifth Third Arena. Early on in that game, Colton Dock absolutely housed a shot past Jesper Walstead to kick off the scoring. Looked really good, I thought, throughout the camp and also in the preseason, especially that shot of his, which I'll talk more about here in just a moment. Unfortunately, though, suffered a concussion somewhere along the way in that second game and has been out ever since, which was quite unfortunate. I really was looking forward to seeing more of Colton Dock in the preseason and going up against you know some older competition and grown men to kind of help gauge exactly where his game is at, and what he kind of needs to work on in order to continue to keep rising through the ranks. So it sucked that we missed out that opportunity to see more of Doc. Same with Paul Ludwinski in the same boat. I really wanted to see how these two youngsters fared against some better competition, but uh, great to see that Doc was able to get in for a game last night. I was really happy with the Blackhawks' decision to keep him around in hopes of a moment like this, give him at least one game just to kind of help the front office understand a little bit better of where exactly he's at right now. I was really happy that they got Colton Dock in there for a game, even though I do expect him to go back to juniors here, probably before Saturday's preseason finale. I feel like the Blackhawks would want their lineup to be basically what they're going to roll with on Wednesday against Colorado. So with Dock, you know, obviously not having a chance of cracking the opening night lineup, I think it would, be a safe assumption that he's going back to Kelowna here, probably in the next 24 hours, if I had to guess. But uh in his one game of preseason action, really excited about Colton Doc and his future because quite honestly, I thought he was one of the better Blackhawks last night. And I know it's not exactly a high bar because team didn't look very good as a whole. But Colton Dock, I mean, I saw other people say, you know, he was the best player for the Blackhawks last night. And I understand why, because what he provides is actually really, really nice right now, especially when the Blackhawks have been so reluctant to shoot the puck all preseason long, trying to get those perfect plays, waiting for the perfect opportunity. Colton Dock is kind of a synopsis of what this team really needs to do, and that's just shoot the puck whenever you have an opportunity. And that's something I mentioned and was evident with Dock throughout you know, the entire summer that he was healthy for. Like Every time he has the puck in the offensive zone, He's gonna trust his shot over trying to make a pass. Now, I don't know if that's just he feels like he should be shooting the puck at all times and he really believes in his shot, or if he's just a shoot first guy, what whatever the case may be, Holton Dock calls upon his own number more times than now when he's got the puck in the offensive zone. It's usually a right decision because I think his shot is his best asset and gives him the best chance of making it to the NHL level. And it's it's kind of funny how he's the polar opposite of Kirby Doc. Like, throughout Doc's time in Chicago, when he was still here, seemed like he was always trying to defer to his line mates and wasn't ever really aggressive with the puck on his stick. Colton is the exact opposite. Like, there could be an open guy, could be a two-on-one, and there's a chance to make a pass there, but he's going to shoot it. That's just the type of player that he is, and with the Blackhawks having these offensive struggles as a whole, it was a breath of fresh air last night, and now, maybe some of the shots that he took were a little bit forced and maybe not the best choice. But as Eddie Olchek has mentioned, sadly won't be mentioning anymore on the Blackhawks broadcast, good things happen when you put the puck on net. And Colton Dock was creating more than basically anyone last night because he was shooting the puck on the power play. He's hammering home one timers, just trying to make something happen. And when the Blackhawks have six goals in five preseason games, that's the right idea. Just simplify the game. Make the easy play in front of you. And Colton Dock was doing that last night. And because of it, he was one of the more effective players. So I I was really happy with what I saw out of Colton Dock. Again, I think he kind of forced the shot a little bit, but it's still a bit refreshing to see when none of the other players on the Blackhawks really want to do that. And I also liked Dock's game away from the puck. He had three hits last night, forced a takeaway. He also drew a penalty. So he was making an impact in all areas of the ice. He. Really, uh, really played well in his 14 minutes of action. I thought so. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about Colton Doc's future. Like I mentioned already, he is going to be going back to Kelowna here shortly, but should be in line for a massive season with the Rockets in the WHL. I mean, he'll be a top line guy. Should be well over a point per game player as he was last year. And if all goes well, this should be the final year that that Colton Dock is playing junior hockey up in uh, the WHL. So. Yeah, I wish we could have saw more out of Colton throughout the preseason, but I have a feeling he's uh, going to be back here sometime rather soon, and it could even be as early as this coming spring when his year in Kelowna comes to an end. Before I wrap up the show today, folks, I wanted to be sure to also go over the Blackhawks' training camp roster, what remains of it at this point, and what we can kind of expect in the next few days before the season opener against the Avalanche on Wednesday night. So kind of taking a look at what the Blackhawks still have of their training camp roster as a whole, breaking it down into the three positions. At the forward group, things are pretty clear-cut at this point. I'll go over all the forwards that seem quite likely to be part of the opening night roster, or they're going to be based on the numbers game at this point. We got Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Tyler Johnson, Andreas Athanasiou, Max Domi, Colin Blackwell, Sam Lafferty, Mackenzie Entwistle, Reese Johnson, Taylor Radish, Philip Kuryshev, Jujar Kara, and Buddy Robinson. That, uh, that's the Blackhawks forward group makeup right now. How many players is that? two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen. 10, 12, 13. Yes. Those are the 13 that are going to be on the Blackhawks opening night lineup. Um, Colton Dock is still around, of course, but he's going to go back to junior soon, and then Boris Kachuk is out four to six weeks due to an ankle injury, so with Sakura going down, Philp going down, Sini going down, this is going to be the group for the Blackhawks on opening night. I already mentioned how I haven't really been too impressed with Buddy Robinson here in the preseason, and I'd personally rather have Sakura there. It's probably not going to matter all that much, because I don't think Buddy Robinson's going to be playing too often, and Once Boris Kachuk does come back, I expect he'll be the one that'll be uh, shipped back down to Rockford, if I had to guess. But yeah, there shouldn't really be any surprises up front for the Blackhawks. The only question is, how is Luke Richardson going to match this in terms of the line combinations? We've seen Taves up with Kane as of late. Tyler Johnson's been the man on the top line, kind of bumping Andreas Athanasiu down the lineup. We saw good things out of the second line. Of Kurashev, Domi, and Radish last night. Worth keeping up. Uh, worth checking in on whether or not Richardson elects to stick with that pairing in the preseason finale tomorrow. We'll see what Colin Blackwell's role is. See exactly where Athanasius Ath- Ath- slots in. But this is the forward group that the Blackhawks are going to have on opening night. Buddy Robinson, I would expect, is the extra forward. We'll see if Jujuarkara is healthy enough to be in the lineup. He's still kind of nursing an injury right now. But as I referenced earlier, only day-to-day, so I think the Blackhawks are hopeful that he'll be in the lineup on Wednesday in Colorado. On defense, obviously the Blackhawks are dealing with some injury woes right now. Caleb Jones' is day-to-day with a shoulder problem, Connor Murphy's day-to-day with a back problem. Sounds like both of those two are expected to be in the lineup against the Avs on Wednesday. If that is the case, uh, the Blackhawks will have a decor of Jones, Seth Jones, Caleb Jones too, Connor Murphy, Riley Stillman and Jack Johnson. Those are the five, you know, guaranteed older defensemen. But based on the numbers right now, there's still only three other defensemen left up for the Blackhawks Alex Vlasic, Alec Ragula, and Philip Rouse. Philip Rue? Rose? I think it's Rouse. Still up for grabs. We're going to find out here sh- shortly. Um, but it's interesting what the Blackhawks are going to do on defense. You think Vlasic and Ragula. Probably have the best opportunity right now. And personally, I thought Isaac Phillips was more of a standout than Philip Rose was in this preseason. But one thing that could be working for Rose is he's a little bit older, already has professional experience, got some good size to him. Thought he's been okay here in the preseason. But one thing worth noting, I saw this in an article by Charlie Rumeliotis last night. He said that there could be a clause in Rose's contract where if he's not up with the Blackhawks this year, he'll be able to return to Sweden rather than play in the AHL, so I wonder if that's going to factor into the Blackhawks' decision here on who they're going to keep as their sixth and seventh defenseman. While it seems like Vlasic and Regula have the best chances right now, because of that contract clause, if that is in fact true, Philip Rose might might be uh, sticking around for the long term. We'll see. There's also, you know, the side of this where. Vlasic and Regula probably could benefit from going back down to Rockford, and there's only a spot for one of them to be in the lineup as a regular. And even once Jake McCabe comes back, someone's going to be going down. So maybe it does make more sense to keep Philip Rose around rather than Vlasic or Regula. But definitely going to be interesting to see what happens on defense for the Blackhawks in these final couple of days before the regular season kicks off on Wednesday. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up Friday, October 7th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now, wherever you get your podcasts, and go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, you got to be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get all caught up on everything that went down in the offseason. It's free and available on all platforms. So be sure to go and check out Lockdown NHL right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my strictly black box account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest black box news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show or to the podcast feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, all one word, LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, or you can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.